When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Yo, what is up, everyone? And welcome to a brand new episode of the Philly Pod feature right here on LibertyLine.com, as well as Fox Sports The Gambler. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at the Philly Pod. If you aren't already, be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, as well as anywhere else you get your shows. Um, for the people that are listening now, I know it's it's been a little bit since we've done a show here. I think the last one Steven and I did was... Uh, was uh, the Arizona game right after the Arizona Jalen Hurts game, and then the team has been kind of depressing since then. Some projects have come up, and you know it was just it was hard to get up here and talk about the team in a, in a convincing way. So I understand it's been a little bit uh, falling off with the podcast, but we're back here. Uh, you know, obviously a lot has happened with uh, the Eagles from Carson Wentz to Howie Roseman to Jalen Hurts, but uh, we're back with you guys to cover it all uh, from the Eagles front. We'll do the draft just like we did last year and things like that. Uh, we got a lot of fun projects in the works, one of which is if you're watching the video format, um, you know, putting together the the overlays and everything else to put this in a nice presentable way so that, uh, you know, if, you, if you're a visual person and you'd rather watch the show rather than listen to it, obviously it's on the audio platforms too, but just a lot of fun stuff we have um, in the pipeline. But as always, um, you know, every viewer, every listener, we do appreciate you guys. Uh, the support doesn't go unnoticed. I obviously see it on Twitter and, and you know, throughout all the other means that that we put content on and for everyone that has been you know coming to me asking about pods and when's the next video and things like that um we're coming we're coming back around on the content scene so we do want to thank you guys for uh, for always looking out always supporting always uh you know keeping up with the content um especially now this time of year with everything going on uh maybe not in free agency but you know with the draft coming up and obviously with uh, with Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz leaving and all those things, uh, we do appreciate you guys keeping up with with everything we're doing over at the Liberty Line as well as Fox the Gambler and and myself included. Um, so I'm joined today by my loyal co-host. First of which, you can find him on Twitter at Stephen Conrad Jr. He is the creator and host of the Daily Jib YouTube channel. My fellow <laughs> Wentz apologist, now turned to a Jalen Hurts apologist. <laughs> he is Stephen Conrad Jr. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? I am so incredibly excited to um, be all in on Jalen Hurts. It's the new, it's the new car. It's the new, the better girlfriend, right? When you when you go through a breakup, you you want to be the person, you know, that that gets the upgrade, the one that that levels up, right? Not the one that that goes backwards. I'm not saying Carson Wentz is going backwards. You saw that guy looked happy as ever, but 
I'm sure Jay Brad's going to get into it. Um, he's going to have some very um, personal feelings towards that. But as we all have saw in the press conference, Carson Wentz still can't hold himself accountable. And for me personally, I can't root for a guy that does that. So I'm ready to move forward with, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts at the helm. Well, we were we were we were the ones that were dumped, right? So you got to think that nobody wants to be in a situation like that where Carson Wentz has moved on, <laughs> and and he's obviously no, we weren't the ones dumped. Yes, we were. Carson Wentz dumped us. That's exactly how it happened because we hired Nick Sirianni to try and fix Carson Wentz, and then once once he was hired and Wentz didn't back off, uh, that's that's what dumping looks like. Uh, but we'll get into all of that. The other co-host here, uh, he provides Eagles as well as Union coverage for the Liberty Line. He is the original Hurts apologist out of the three of us he is justin j bradley be sure to go follow him on twitter what's going on man how you feeling about the bears these days i'm good man i've been waiting a long time for this podcast you know you know i had this offer on the table to to kind of switch over from the flyover pod to here and i I mean i had to take my talents to here man uh (laughs) you know we all we have a good time talking eagles and it it just always felt like it was meant to be man and i'm just looking forward to it you know we have some different different opinions on some of these things which is and it'll lead to some interesting discussions, so uh, I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of difference in opinions, uh, so I guess we'll, we'll we'll get things started here with with Jalen Hurts. Now that the Deshaun Watson thing is kind of creeping into the way, so um, you know we, we all know that that Carson Wentz is gone, and you know obviously on onto the onto the uh, onto the Colts. Now we got the third round pick this year and a conditional first round pick next year if Carson Wentz does in fact play 75% of the snaps for Indianapolis or 70% and I believe he makes the postseason each 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 scenario so now we all assume that that Jalen Hurts is the presumed starter but as we all know Harry Roseman never shows his hand as he showed in his press conference yesterday so the the possibility still exists that we can maybe take a quarterback Hopefully not. Deshaun Watson is now creeping into the fold. Harry Roseman reportedly apparently was willing to give it all up for uh, for Deshaun Watson. So, Stephen, we'll start with you. Is is going all in, giving up everything to bring in a guy like Deshaun Watson, as good as he is, is that the solution here? Do we move forward with the second round pick we took last year and try to build around him? Going to give a long answer? No, that's not the solution. But I am not surprised with what, you know, the events the events that have transpired within the last year that Howie Roseman would even consider doing something like this. I am not surprised in the slightest. I can't even talk myself into this maybe being like smokescreen or something like that. I don't know. But, like, this is this is just stupid. Like, this is just dumb. Um, this team is already handicapped in, t- in terms of contracts. Um Draft success has been an issue. Like if you're going to give up all these picks and and Deshaun Watson is going to cost more than anybody on the market would. It's just stupid, man. I can't believe we even have to talk about this. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, I don't think it's stupid. I mean, Deshaun Watson is is a top, arguably top three quarterback. So to entertain it isn't isn't stupid. The fact that you would mortgage everything when we don't have that much to begin with is the is the stupid part. And then you have a, yeah. like you can't put you can't put Jalen Hurts in the same position that you put Carson Wentz in last year. This that's that's the whole issue that I have with this whole thing. Um, you know, you ship the guy out. Jalen Hurts is here. You might as well put all your assets and resources into building a competent team around here, uh, which was reported. You know, a week or two ago that apparently Larry uh, gave the team the go-ahead to build around Hertz and then how we kind of backtracked on that yesterday as he should um, so you know he doesn't want to like I said show his hand before the draft Justin is a guy like Deshaun Watson coming here is that a solution for Philadelphia or is, is Jalen Hurts the man moving forward we well I already well, know your answer but for the sake of conversation <laughs> yeah you, you know the answer but kind of I you just got to build around Jalen Hurts at least for one year see if he has it one year I think is enough time for you know really 
you know, get a grasp on how good he is or how good he can be and just to see what he can do with all these young guys. And I always even talk about it. And last season's motto was to get younger and trading for Deshaun Watson. Obviously, you get a, a pretty good quarterback, but you're not accomplishing the team goal of getting younger. And in the end, football is a team sport. And uh, they just got to restart and get younger, faster, and just build around Jalen Hurts. That's what you got to do. You can't. Jalen Hurts is on a rookie deal, also. Like you're not gonna, you're not paying much for him right now. So you might as well just try it with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, the financial obligations definitely should factor into it. Uh, in the final four games of the season last year, Hurts threw for 919 yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions on that ever so controversial 52% completion. Now, whether that was a product of Jalen Hurts and his arm, or just you know a broken offense, I'm inclined to think that it was the latter. Uh, you know that 52 com- complete or that 52 percent completion rather is is the worrisome part. But I I don't believe that's an indication of Jalen Hurts as a quarterback. I think the whole offense in general was broken, and that's why uh, when teams started to figure him out, figure him out and slow down the run, that's that's when he was you know forced to kind of use his arm, and that's why the, the offense started to fall apart. Uh, he also accumulated 272 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Second most rushing yards by QB in the first three starts right behind Cam Newton. So the promise is there, certainly. And like you said, he's cheap. You shouldn't have to pour all these assets and money into a guy like Deshaun Watson. When the Eagles are – the thing for me is that the Eagles aren't they're – not, they're not one player away. Like, you know, if you're if you're just a QB away, like say Washington is kind of, or, you know, like the Colts were and now they just got Carson Wentz. Like if you're one – if you're a quarterback away from contending – then this kind of makes sense. But, you know, the Eagles have have a laundry list of holes to fill from wide receiver to cornerback to linebacker. Like, you have a lot of needs on this roster. And shipping the assets that you need to use this year, you you have to hit on the draft. And we'll get into the draft in a bit. Uh, but this is this is a year that Howie can – if there was ever a year <laughs> that you cannot afford to, to miss on the draft, this this is that year. And that's, that's, you know, where the issue arises for me. You can't give everything up to bring Deshaun Watson here and give him even less than he has in Houston. Like, he won't be happy here. And that's – that's where, where my whole issue resides. So that's why, you know, I think Jay, moving with Jalen Hurts is the right thing. He has promise. He, he's, a, he's a proven leader, as said by uh, Doug Peterson last week when he was talking with John Clark of NBC Sports Philadelphia. You know, he's a proven, obviously a proven winner. He went through his own adversity. The team rallies around him. He has the leadership. He says all the right things. You might as well, at the very least, give him that one year and see, see if he can do it. And if not, then you entertain the draft next season or figure out what the QB market is then. But I don't think shipping everything uh, for for Deshaun Watson, a la Mariota, <laughs> I don't think that's that that that's the uh, that's the route to go here. Uh, but as we as we, I don't want to say look ahead to free agency because free agency has been happening and the Eagles haven't been doing a whole lot. Adrian Killens is back on a two year deal, uh, Super Bowl champion, quote unquote. <laughs> Andrew Adams was signed off the Bucks. He he'll probably fill in the special teams role uh, that that was left by Rudy Ford. He signed with Jacksonville on Monday. Uh, and then they brought back Hassan Ridgeway. He's always been good defensive tackle, uh, rotation depth. So looking at the rest of the market, you do have some good players out there. You know, after the first wave, T.Y. Hilton is still there. He's a bit older. Adoy Jackson, Kyle Fuller are there. He was just released yesterday. Uh, they're there at corner. You have Malik Hooker, obviously the history with Jonathan Gannon. Uh, and you have Xavier Rhodes. K.J. Wright is sitting there at linebacker. You look at Malcolm Butler. And, and others. Um, Steven, is there anybody left in this free agent class that the Eagles should spend money on, or do you think they should kind of just focus on the draft and, and not entertain any of these guys? I think the uh, obvious answer, the obvious name would probably be Malik Hooker just due to the connections that he has. You can probably get him for a good price considering he's coming, you know, he's coming off on an injury. Um, you know, they don't have a lot of cap space, so 
you know, heading into the off season, I, I always thought like something we've been lacking. And I think it's something that can probably be addressed in the draft is getting a true running back too. I know, I know we have Miles Sanders and, you know, a big thing, a big issue that many Eagles fans thought was Miles isn't getting the ball enough, but you need insurance for him. You need, you know, just a guy who can come in when Miles needs, Miles needs rest. And, you know, there's a lot of backs available that could do that. James White is a guy like you can probably get him cheap. He's older, but again, not a lot of cap space. I think they could probably address something that's more important of a need. You had mentioned T.Y. Hilton. I, I think they do need a veteran presence in the locker room at the wide receiver spot, but I, I don't know. T.Y. Hilton might be out of their out of their reach in terms of you know a salary they could uh, work upon. There, there's some other names. I think Sammy Watkins is a free agent. Um, so Antonio Brown. I mean, that's a that's an interesting one there. But you know, I, I think probably the right move would be to see if you can bring in a veteran wide receiver with the remaining cap space that they have. Yeah, that's a that I agree with the fact that they definitely need that veteran receiver to uh, help and develop this talent, um, especially with uh, Marcus Goodwin getting reverted back to the 49ers, even though he was released there. But now your oldest receivers on this roster are now Travis Fulgham and I believe Greg Ward. And then you have John Hightower, who's 24, right behind him. Uh, so you so not a whole lot of experience to go around in that wide receiver room. I still believe you need, uh, you know, regardless of, of, you know, who's going to be here. I still think you need that one veteran guy to not only help develop your wide receivers, but to help out your second year quarterback as well. Uh, I think that goes a long way. And, and having a guy, you know, show, show these receivers um, how, how to get open, how to get separation, how to be productive in this league. Um, Malik Hooker, like you brought up, uh, yeah, he's, he's the intriguing guy. He's a downfield playmaker in the right scheme, uh, very worrisome injury history, but he does have seven career interceptions. He's only 24 years old, will be 25, drafted 15th overall by the Colts in 2017, only allowed a 41.4 passer rating when targeted in coverage during his final year at Ohio State. Uh, so the promise is still there. He still has that first-round pedigree. Jonathan Gannon knows him well, so maybe something can be uncovered uh, You know, if you do entertain a guy like Malik Hooker. We definitely need the safety depth, only with uh, Kevon Wallace. Uh, Ronnie, uh, Ronnie McLeod is still recovering from that ACL tear. He'll probably start the year on the pup list. And then, um, you know, Andrew Adams, who we just signed, and Marcus Epps, you know, if you're if you're a Marcus Epps fan. So, yeah, Malik Hooker is definitely a guy, and I do agree with you, Stephen, that a uh, a veteran receiver should, should be on the priority list uh, for the Eagles. Justin, is there anybody uh, on this free agency, you know, the, whoever's remaining, is there anybody on this list that kind of stands out to you that the Eagles uh, should dip whatever money they have left into? <laughs> well, I mean, with the money that they have, I don't know, like, how reasonable that is. And I don't know, you know, what these wide receivers are asking for. Uh, but I definitely think I mean, it sounds like there definitely will be, but they need to address a veteran wide receiver like you guys talked about. I'm not going to go down all the names again because you guys just did all that. And then obviously corner or somebody in the secondary, a veteran piece, because Terry Slay is kind of like that veteran guy in the secondary right now. Now that Jalen Mills has gone too, you know, they don't really have too many veteran guys in the secondary. And that's a that's been like I, I think the secondary was better last year with Darius Slay. He helped a lot, but when Darius Slay guards that number one, there's a lot of teams that have a really good number two and it got exposed and I think they need to address the secondary as well, whether it be safety or corner. Yeah, with the addition of, uh, especially when you look around the division, you know, there's C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and as well as Amari Cooper on Dallas. Uh, if the Giants come away with Kenny Galladay, in addition to Darius Slayton over there, Sterling Shepard, and the Reds, not the Redskins, geez, Washington, <laughs> um, they, they added Curtis Samuel, um, in addition to having Terry McLaurin over there, and Logan Thomas gave us a lot of issues. Uh, so you definitely need more than just Darius Slayton at secondary. Avante Maddox isn't the answer. 
Um, a guy I'm looking at is Kyle Fuller, who the Bears just released yesterday. 65 tackles last season, one interception, eight pass breakups, uh, and only allowed a 55.4 completion percentage. So a guy like him is a very, very serviceable uh, cornerback, too. I think that's a guy that, that the Eagles could be. How old is Kyle Fuller? Uh, 29, I think. 29. He just yeah, turned 29. Pushing 30, definitely. Yeah, so that would that would – that would, that would give that would give them a solid cornerback too across from Darius Slay, uh, mm-hmm. so that's you know unless the Eagles obviously go that route in the draft with a Caleb Farley or a a, a Patrick Sertan or however they go, um, so that's you know what we have to keep in mind there. Uh, but yeah, I think I think CB two and then a veteran by receiver should be their top priorities. Uh, Keelan Cole was a guy I was really looking at. He has a good contested catch rate, uh, but he just signed yesterday, so he's off the board. T Y Hilton doesn't really doing it for me. Uh, he's probably gonna give you maybe more than Deshaun gives you, but he's 32 off injured speed wide receiver. Been there, done that. Um, so not sure. Marvin Jones was a guy I, I really was hoping the Eagles would look into, but um, you know, he got paid in Jacksonville, I believe. So yeah, definitely, definitely um, they, not, not a whole lot going in free agency. They had to pull a lot of strings just to get under the cap. I believe they were sitting at roughly five to 6 million under the cap before the Killens, Adams and uh, Ridgeway signings. So Lord knows how, how much money they have now with, with all these restructures, but um, not, not a whole lot to go around as, as you know, with, as far as free agency is concerned. So, you know, we talked a lot about, about Jalen hurts, what can be done to kind of build around him. Uh, like I mentioned prior, we'll go down the, uh, our, our draft boards and stuff in future episodes. Um, but we have to also think about the coach here, Nick Sirianni, who we all thought, yeah, I, I don't know of a person who 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 hired him and said that. Oh, Wentz Wentz is uh you know Wentz is leaving. So when you have Nick Sirianni here now, who was hoping to to be the first domino to 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 bring back Carson Wentz, get him happy, and then once Wentz didn't budge, and you know he didn't back off, and he still wanted to be moved. Obviously, that divorce had to happen, and now Wentz is elsewhere, and Nick Sirianni is still here. So now the question becomes: Is Jalen Hurts? the right quarterback for Nick Sirianni is he the answer is he going you know do they do they do they fit together um you know we heard from Nick Sirianni yesterday uh when he spoke to the media and he's he, you know he said a lot of good things people of course you know read, read into the way he delivers his, his his monologues but um you know he said a lot of good things he sounds like a guy that is um you know ready to to use his players and put them in the best position to succeed and that's obviously something that the Eagles struggled with last season. Uh, so, Justin, we'll start with you. As far I, I'm not even sure what your stance is on Sirianni um, to this point. But as far as the Jalen Hurts and Sirianni moving forward, if that is, you know, the marriage, how confident are you that Nick Sirianni can build around Jalen Hurts and get the most out of his second-round quarterback? Well, I personally love Nick Sirianni just based on the fact on how much it looks like he loves the game. And it's just refreshing to see someone go to the podium and talk and actually like, act like they want to be there and care unlike you know Doug Peterson was towards the end of his career here with the Eagles and it's just good to see that and it just gives me hope like obviously I'm not basing what he says I I really care I care more about what he does on the field I could care less what he says anyways um but I think you know as much as he likes to you know get these guys into positions to succeed I'm not really too worried about that and obviously you know they brought Brian Johnson and the quarterback coach who is pretty good friends with uh Jalen Hurts it seems like and then obviously Shane Steichen offense coordinator I think they have a right group around Jalen Hurts to be successful and obviously anybody who's just doubting on Nick Sirianni based on the way he talks is just a complete idiot I'm sorry but uh yeah I'll let Steven take it away now yeah Steven where are you at with Nick Sirianni based on the you know we've only seen him in minimal instances we saw the interview with Spadaro uh, we saw him during his first press conference that got ripped apart and then we saw him yesterday is your takeaways as far as the new Eagles head coach how confident are you that this guy can lead the Eagles moving forward 
So uh, we got we got systems sis, the systems in place that the the uh, sit. No, I'm kidding. Seriously, guys, when when was public speaking a a big uh, trait that you were looking for in a coach? Like, I guess that's the appealing thing, and Philly fans just want to have something to complain about at all times. But like Justin said, the guy's enthusiastic, um, and something that gets swept under the rug. And I had said this, and everybody came at me at the time. I I was saying uh, Sirianni was not just a hire for Wentz. Like, if a football franchise is going to hire a coach for one player on the team, then they shouldn't be in charge. Whoever's making you thought that decision. when he got hired, you didn't think it was for once. Okay, yeah, it was. I was about for to say, Wentz. don't, don't, yeah, don't do that. But they knew coming into coming into the situation and all the candidates that they were interviewing that this, you know, there's a chance that Wentz might not be the guy. So whether it's Jalen Hurts or if you know you want to bring in a coach that likes a QB in the draft or whatever it is, right? Whatever the situation, you know, may be. Um, I think something that people aren't looking at is the fact that, and of course, Reich's going to say good things about him. I, I love Sirianni. I was happy about the hire, really happy. Um, he is an X's and O's guy. He understands the game, and I feel like that's something that really hurt the Eagles. They had all these skilled players, and people can say, like, well, they need to improve this position, that position. Well, they got to utilize what they have, too. You know, They really mishandled Jalen Reger last year, I thought. Um, Miles Sanders under underutilized Carson Wentz wasn't used to his strengths but basically the last two to three years so Sirianni is going to come in here at the very least and do those things and I think that's way bigger of a difference than anybody could imagine honestly I think that's something you know everybody's everybody's saying this team's going to win four or five games next year yeah. I think this team yeah. I think this team I'm right honestly, there right that's now, wrong, man. five games. if you're lucky eight nine nine five seven. if you're nine lucky <laughs> Five if you get nine and seven. I see nine and seven as it currently stands right now. Knowing everything I do, we're going nine and seven. Uh Knowing everything you do. All right. So (laughs) if we draft Jamar Chase, if we draft Jamar Chase, we'll definitely get into get into that in the in the in the the next point here. But um, uh, I'm glad that you brought up the personnel because that was one thing that that did uh, speak out to me yesterday during his press conference. Uh, He was speaking. Yes, we were successful with twelve personnel, um, but we were also successful in eleven. We were successful with two halfbacks. We were successful with the fullback. So. They, he definitely comes off as a guy that knows how to use his personnel. So hopefully we're not going to see, you know, Jalen Rager in positions he shouldn't be. Hopefully we're not – well, Alshon's not here, but those Alshon Jeffrey tunnel screens that shouldn't have been going to him oh, and, and things like that. Like hopefully he's going to see these skill players and know how to use them. Uh, the three of us have always been talking about, you know, J-Jaw is going to be used like Michael Pittman Jr. or whatever the case is. If anybody is going to unlock J-Jaw, man, if, if Sirianni can't do it, um, I'm, I'm not sure who can't because he does seem like oh, a guy. he might be the odd man out, man. Yeah, he's not going to be the odd man out. It's not going to be Jay Draw. It's not. If there is going to be an odd man out at wide receiver, Jay Draw is probably staying. There, how he refuses to give him up. It's more than likely mm-hmm. going to be Greg Ward, to be honest. If we if we had to pick one, or, John, uh, or is no, it's either going to be Greg so Ward or Hightower. If we're I honest, we can see Hightower. Honestly, yeah, we could see Hightower. If, I just if, just don't want to see Greg Ward returning punts. That's all I want. Yeah, please, That's all I want. Oh, God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody needs nobody needs to see that again. <laughs> Uh, so that's and then who is the um, was it Press Taylor that said it? I forget who said it. Who said we put we put the best returner back there? Like I I can't I can't do this. <laughs> so yeah, so that was that whole thing. But yeah, he seems like a personnel guy. He seems like he knows what he's doing. The only thing we do have to keep in mind here, and this is why I think we're going to be a bad team next year, is because there's no play calling experience on either side of the ball. Sirianni's never called plays. Not even when he was offensive coordinator, he never called plays. And Jonathan Gannon never called plays on defense either. So 
So you have to keep in mind that these two guys on both sides of the ball have never called plays before. So (laughs) there's going to be a lot of growing pains with the second round quarterback as a first year starter. So to think that we're going to come out and win nine games, I'm just trying to to, to temper expectations. Now, if we get to March Chase, like like Justin said, uh, or or Kyle Pitts or whoever the whoever the the treasured guys in the draft this week, um, then we'll be having uh, a different conversation here. So now that we, uh, you know, we, we briefly touched on the draft, but you talked about <laughs> uh, Howie Roseman in this conference. Also, was you know, he he said he's not showing his hand. We only have one quarterback on the roster, being Jalen Hurts. Uh, but obviously, you know, we can't, uh, you know, we're going to entertain all the quarterbacks, whether it be free agency, the draft, what what you know, what have you. So uh, between the three of us, even though I'm fairly certain on on what these answers are, um, is is is. Is taking quarterback at six the move? <laughs> Do you think? Actually, we all know it's not the move, but here's a better question. Does Howie take a quarterback at six is the better question. Uh, no. No, Howie's not going to do it. If he <laughs> How does, confident if are he you does, that he's not I taking a quarterback? You, I oh. promise you, if he does, these lights – well, forget the lights. All this stuff's coming down because I'm done if that happens. I, I'm done. You can't do that. You can't do that. My biggest thing – and this is when I knew this was ultimately the right decision for the Eagles to move Carson Wentz. Literally, as soon as the trade goes through, you see all these Eagles players posting pictures of Jalen Hurts, you know, voicing their support of him. They're going out and working out with him. Like, look, dude, chemistry is everything. Like, I, you know, I hate to compare it, but this is why the Sixers are so good. The locker room's tight. They like each other. They support each other. That's the thing. The, the, it's good energy. Don't don't ruin the energy that's already there. Howie Roseman. I mean, I wouldn't put anything past them, you know. I the energy's already. To- the ener- I-, I hate to break it to you, but the energy's already toxic. So. <laughs> you so, think it's toxic? Every- Hell yeah, right it's now. toxic right now. Did you not hear the lane story that we just had to go through? Well, yeah, because I'm talking about how he makes his team though. toxic. Okay, maybe the players are. So you think you think you think taking a quarterback at six makes the team toxic? Absolutely. What kind of question is okay, that? Okay, I'm just I'm just asking. Dang, I'm just saying. <laughs> Look what just happened this past year. Okay, they all right. Second round pick on right, one, and right. it. it completely... well, I'm saying, but what if they're the, the thing is is that what they're not certain with Hurts. Nobody is. Even us as fans aren't, except Justin. None, I... none, none of us are certain with Hurts right now. So is taking a quarterback at six, you know, the worst thing in the world is, is what Howie is saying, not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. There's too many holes. I'll let Justin speak. There's too many holes on this team. Yeah. No, they're not doing it. I mean, Lane Johnson literally already painted a, a picture of Jalen Hurts in his workout room or whatever that is. He's literally on the wall. Like if, if oh my god, yeah, yeah, it's in his in that little room that he has in his Jeez. at his house with all the weights and shit. Like he he literally painted a picture of Jalen Hurts on the wall. Like if if how he drafts Jail, another quarterback at six, <laughs> there's no way that's happening, dude. I'm telling you, there's no way. They're, I'd rather draft an offensive lineman. Obviously, that's a way smarter decision than drafting right. a quarterback. Oh yeah, it is. Um, personally, but you know, you gotta, you just, I, you gotta just take a year and get him playmakers. Because worst case scenario, it'll be my worst nightmare. But Jalen Hurts stinks, and then you go draft another quarterback. But at least that quarterback will come into a system that already has developed Systems. people around him. You know, they already, it's already a system that they can just come into. That would be the worst case scenario if that happens. Justin, for and the, it's not uh, even that bad for the viewers, for the viewers and the listeners. When was the what was the moment that told you that Jalen Hurts is the guy? So I forget <laughs> what game it was, man. But it, I I think it was before Wentz was even benched, man. I think I think it was one of those plays where Hurts just came in and he threw a five yard pass, dude, right to Alshon, right in the hands, laser. In the and I knew right game. there, it was just so nice to see a quarterback not be mediocre Yo. on a five yard pass. Oh, so yeah, I was just like, yeah, I ball. want. Yes, mustard yeah, on that. Like I. <laughs> 
it was just nice to see like a quarterback with confidence and that's all I wanted, dude. And there, when he came in and then the Cardinals game where he had that run and he had like all these defenders on him yeah. and he still dove and ran into that touchdown. I was like, dude, like this guy, this guy cares more than Carson Wentz does right now. And that's who yeah, I, I want a quarterback. A who can hold. A yeah. I want a quarterback who actually cares oh. for the team. And, and instead of holding him, not just no like, Oh, I care there. about myself. No entitlement. And my dogs. <laughs> right. No my dogs. No yeah, I care about my dogs and my guns at my house and you know going and hunting every day. You know, like Yo, I'd rather have Jalen Hurts, man. Oh He's sp- supposed to be vegan, but uh, never mind. Stop talking about the ass. <laughs> Yo, yeah, after like Wentz was ass for five years, like jeez. <laughs> well, this is I mean, this is this is the this is the this is the moving on episode. So we're turning the page. So I'm glad that Justin can air out his frustrations on why Carson Wentz was so bad for the But Carson Wentz didn't miss every five yard pass. That Boston Scott and the the Giants in the overtime game. Thought he was back. It wasn't a five-yard pass. I'm just we saying. I'm saying that's a better pass. It's in time. the window. In the window. Right, right. But you know, that's you know, that's that's, that's that's neither here or there. And that was funny because Stephen and I were uh, we were watching. I don't was Justin over for that game for the for the Arizona game or was it just us two? Uh, but regardless, yeah, I remember that that run uh, like I you wasn't. just mentioned the ball he he fumbled and picked up and threw to Goddard. Uh, <laughs> in that moment, it felt like, and I've said this to to you guys on multiple occasions, but it felt like. An instance where, like, you're like, you know, basically, you know, you're, like you and your girlfriend, you haven't broken up yet, but you know it's kind of ending. And then, you know, this new girl comes and you're interested in her, but like now, now you're like, you're like, you're interested in her, but you're not over, you know, the the ex girl yet. And that's kind of how that felt. So now, I guess, if anything, it feels good to be all in on Jalen Hurts and not like not feel like you're cheating in a sense, because that's how I was feeling towards the end of that year. Yo, you rolling your eyes, Steven, because we all felt the same thing. No, I, I did too. It's just I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm at the point where it's like. I, right, I'm cutting a promo right now. This oh, is this is get the belt. Man. Get the belt. The Philadelphia Eagles, man, have always been an underdog team, a franchise. Philadelphia is an underdog city. Jalen Hurts is unproven rookie contract. We got we got that feeling again. I for a while, I don't know if it was after Carson got paid or what it was. Uh, maybe after that MVP season, he really cemented himself. Um, it, it felt like we were the people being hunted after. I want to be the hunters. You know what I mean? It felt like we were the ones with the targets on our back. I didn't like that. We got to prove. We got a lot to prove now. And I, I'm excited because the eyeballs aren't on us anymore. Everybody's clowning us. Everybody's claiming. As we should cold. be. It's well deserved. It's well deserved. So be yeah, it. People so think we're, we're only going to win four games. Yes. yes we're not winning. We're going to no, win four games. We are Justin. Justin we're, a bad, we're a bad football team. Yeah. What leads you to believe we're going to win? It gonna doesn't mean we're going to win more than four games, dude. The offense is not bad. The offense, the offense is right now is, is bad. Until I see Sirianni's offense. On paper, if they come in healthy, the whole offensive line. So, so who's taking who's taking the leap next season? Do you think? For what? I want to see if we're going to be if we're going to be good on if we're going to be good on offense. One of these receivers is going to have to step up. Jalen Rieger. Okay, all right. So you're confident in Jalen Rieger and Jamar Chase. It's going to be those two guys. Okay, all right. You're going to if they draft Jamar Chase. I appreciate your optimism. I appreciate your optimism. Yeah, I don't like negativity around here. <laughs> no way, this it's not negative. I'm just trying to. Either. I'm just trying to tell you guys we're a bad football team right well, now. No, it's better. It's better than like four wins, though. That's my thing. Uh, they're yeah. better than four wins. They're a, they're like 500 football team in my opinion. What Fick, the offensive line's going to be healthy? Yeah, let's hope. Yes, Lane and Brandon you, Brooks what? and all them. They yeah. all restructured. Yeah, that's the one thing that gives me hope. We yeah. actually have a defensive coach Once they all restructured to stay, I was like, all right, well, they see something, so maybe you know. If Hurts can, if Hertz can stay untouched, we you know we have something. But we're just bad. as it stands now. Talk to me again after the draft. As it stands now, we're not a great football team. 
closer I don't think to, we're we're closer to bad. We're closer to bad than good. I think we're more mediocre than we are bad. If I'm being honest, we're like we're closer a, to bad than good. Football team. We're not one player. We're, away. Yeah, we're like probably a wild card, not wild card, but we're like we're like close we're to that wild card spot. Card in my team. opinion. This the division's, division's so bad. bad. Washington's yeah. not bad anymore. Besides Washington, Washington's about to win that division. <laughs> Curtis Samuel with Ryan Fitzpatrick. We'll see. Whatever. I mean, he's, he's yeah, I mean, had they, some magic. I mean, you know, but... they made the playoffs last year with like four quarterbacks. So That's true. <laughs> doesn't even doesn't doesn't even really matter. Um, so yeah, more of the story. Howie's a Howie's a joke. That's where this was kind of headed. So you know, and then the, if the press conference didn't show you anything, even you heard the question that was asked in regards to, um, you know, the story came out with himself and Lane Johnson and and you know his snarky remarks. And things like that. And then the question was asked, do you think you've created a toxic environment? Do you kind of have to stand back and, and look in the mirror and reevaluate some things? And how we said, well, that's not fair. You know, people have had success here and people have left for better job offers. So, no, I don't think that. We're all just sitting here like. Yeah, there's a lot of players. There's a lot of players that have been on the record that have not been fans of Howie. So it's 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 yeah. It's ironic <laughs> for, for for him to say those things, but obviously he's gonna he's gonna dodge those questions. Obviously, all of, well, I know me and Steven. Justin, are you like are you like a, a Howie defender now? Like, is this where we're at? Like, I'm not a defender. I think he's better just because he doesn't draft well doesn't mean he's not a good GM. Yes, that's you know? exactly that's what, what I, I mean. like. That's exactly can, what that means. <laughs> I'm not a defender of him. Like, I still think he's a terrible drafter and everything. What I wanted them to do was um, now I forget that guy's name from the Browns who they hired. For like a couple John months, Dorsey. John Dorsey. I wanted this man was John, Dorsey. John Dorsey's I wanted name John in our Dorsey. ear for three months, and I forgot his name. <laughs> I wanted him to do the drafting and Howie do everything else. Yeah. That's what I, that would have been the perfect scenario. But obviously, Dorsey went on to bigger and better things. So now we're back to square one, I guess. I just can't believe how we got here. Like, like I know this is the whole moving on from from Carson Wentz, but if you th- like three years ago, guys, we were chanting this name at MVP at the parade. Well, I was. I don't know where y'all at. <laughs> And, I was uh, chanting MVP when they made the playoffs last year. Yeah, and now here we are. And now here we are just It's tough, man. It's t- this team this team is 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 it, how 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 do either of you have like I have a hard time having confidence that how we will even build around Jalen Hurts. Like that's my whole issue here. Like how are you going to build around Jalen Hurts when you failed to to build around a guy like Carson Wentz? Like yes, he was terrible for last year. We all know how bad he was. League leader in interceptions, horrible completion percentage, near bottom of the league in passive rating with damn near Drew Locke <laughs> so, and Sam Darnold and those guys. Uh, but why? If you did this to Carson Wentz, why should Jalen Hurts be encouraged that that well he has a different attitude about it clearly. Uh, but why should why should I be encouraged that the team can all of a sudden build around Jalen Hurts? Like j- somebody convince me. Well, as far as personnel, like players go, like we talked about, yeah, like this, five is, minutes this ago, is Justin's bread and butter. Offensively, <laughs> offensively, personnel, this personnel. team is not bad. This team, they're they're a wide. How are they going to build around Jalen Hurts? How how are they doing this? They already have built around Jalen Hurts. With is going to come into a system with Miles Sanders, a full offensive line with three Pro Bowl. Offensive lineman and Jordan Mailata, who's coming off a good season. Isaac Samalo, who's coming off a good season. And then you have Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard coming into another year where he's going to improve. And then you have Jalen Rieger and Quez Watkins, John Hightower. Obviously, I'm more high on Jalen Rieger than the other Where was this optimism when Wentz was in here? Like, I didn't hear any of this. Because Wentz was playing playing like garbage. (laughs) This man man wasn't talking about personnel when Wentz was in there. (laughs) Because Wentz was ruined. We were all talking about how bad the team is, and now the team is great because Jalen Hurts is in there all of a sudden. Yes, because you have a quarterback who knows when to throw the ball and get rid of it. You're acting, Vic, you're acting like there's no pieces at all. I'm not saying there's no pieces. I literally told you. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, why should I be encouraged that moving forward, the Eagles are going to know how to build around Jalen Hurts when they failed to put talent around Carson Wentz. 
you have a whole new coaching staff who all all like love each love to football love to play football and they all care about the game obviously if howie if howie goes and drafts somebody else that's that's whatever but i this coaching staff right now can do better with this team than doug peterson would i almost put money on it so coaching so 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 i think coaching is the huge difference so, coach, it was clear so, that so the, coaching and hurts is just a better quarterback that's where you're at I don't think Hertz is a better quarterback yet, but I think the coaching is going to make Hertz better okay. and the people around him. Right, and I think fair. Hertz is going to perform better this year than Wentz did last year. So coaching is all around. We have a different coach now. Everybody's going to play to their strengths. That's that's your mindset right now. Yeah, and you. Okay. I think right. they're only a wide receiver away right. from another wide receiver. We're, we're a wide receiver away from a solid offense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's not that's not a bad take. I what what holes? Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. We just need that alpha receiver, man. Once we get maybe that. A, a second running back, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead, Stephen. You want the floor? Yeah, I mean, look, like it's a fair question. I'm questioning Howie, but at the same, we all time, should be honestly. <laughs> I think if you look at it this way, if you look at my concern is always the draft. That's how you win, right? The that's Colts where I'm at. Built, you can't the draft Colts built that team because of they, their draft success is phenomenal. They're top three in drafting. That's a that's a debate. I don't think you can have. Um, but I think if you look at the past few drafts, when you look at the players picked, a lot of them were developmental guys because I think Howie stepping in and obviously making a lot of questionable decisions, but the franchise as a whole felt that a lot of the older guys on the team could still compete at a high level and stay healthy. But that's not the case. You know, they're moving on from some of them. You know, whether it's trading them, releasing them, or just not even picking up their contracts, there is a sense of urgency now to hit, not only hit on these draft picks, but you got to bring in guys, especially at pick number six, that come in day one and can contribute on the field. And I'm not saying how he's going to nail the draft or any of these things, but there's a sense of urgency. And I know it seems like in Jeffrey Lurie's eyes, Howie Roseman can do no wrong, but I'm sorry if he if he messes this up. I got almost said said a word i would have regretted on the on the podcast if he messes this if he messes this up Yo. i'm sorry i don't care how close the relationship is jeffrey lurie will have to fire him or make a change like i'm sorry well we thought we thought we thought that was the case before they let go of the super bowl winning head coach and their franchise quarterback but that wasn't the case they let both of those guys go before howie roseman this is why i have no confidence that no matter what howie does this man isn't going anywhere uh so i just i i i i don't know man I don't know. It's tough to. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all have optimism and faith. But I just. I like Jalen Hurts as a prospect. Don't get me wrong. Like he's a. I'm. He's going to be fun to watch. But, and it's it's funny because when I talk about Deshaun Watson like on Twitter and stuff, and I and I always say like you know more you know trading all these picks and giving up your assets for him just to bring him here with nothing you know doesn't doesn't make the team any better. And people are telling me like why should we be concerned about first round picks you know this and that. And my reason is because even Howie cannot mess up this six round pick. It's it's gonna be damn near impossible <laughs> to mess up. You either you know take 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 Chase whoever if Sewell is there you take him or Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts whatever the situation is going to be. It's almost going to be impossible to miss on this pick, which is why that that I think this which is why. Uh, like I said earlier, this draft is is as vital as any in Howie's career. If he's going to turn it around and make the fans, you know, enjoy him again, uh, it, it starts with this draft. It's definitely not starting a free agency because nothing's happening. So, so that's kind of where, uh, where where we're at with that. Any last thoughts before we wrap up here, guys? Any last uh, any last words on Carson Wentz? This is going to be the last time we talk about this man. Thank Actually, God. probably it probably won't be. But <laughs> Yeah. No. Well, I'm sure he'll come up during know, the season dude. at some point. But any, any, any last. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. Just guys. play 75 percent of your snaps, or 70, yeah. and make or 70 and make the playoffs. 
No, don't make the playoffs. Just just get us <laughs> get us that pick. That's I could care less. I just want Dang, the pick. This may have really over. All right. Dude, I'm just tired of talking about it, and I'm happy. Yeah, I know. That's I'm glad. That this he... is it. We're turning the page. This is the, this is the last yeah. time we'll talk about it. Like... It's just it's just like a breath of fresh air. Like, even if we suck next year, which you think we will, which I don't yes. mean, Steven, obviously don't. Um, I'm just I happy that this whole situation is done with. As long as they don't draft another quarterback. No. Like, think about how many years we've had quarterback controversies for now, ever since the Super Bowl. Because Nick, it was Nick Foles, and then it was Jalen, Hur- Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz. And now it's just Jalen Hurts and... I don't know, Nate Sudfeld, maybe. I don't even know who our backup is right now. I don't even know if we have a backup. Exactly. But, uh, no, no. If if they just, It's just going to be a breath a breath of fresh air. That's all. I just can't wait. So here's a question. If if, if Chase... Hmm. I got to think about this. If Chase, if, hmm. so, so say the first five picks go Lawrence, Jamar Chase. At two? No, just say just saying the first five, not not in the order, not not in order. So say goes, say goes, say goes, uh, Lawrence, Jamar Chase, Sewell, Kyle Pitts, and Zach Wilson. Like, say those five players are off the board. Who are you taking? Devontae Smith. Um, no, Jalen Waddle. Okay, at six, you're not trade. Are you? I would. Are you going to try? I would rather at that. I'd. I'd rather trade back. But I would rather get Jalen Waddle than Devontae Smith. I think Jalen Waddle. I was hearing a lot of Justin Fields. And... I was hearing a lot of Justin Fields on Twitter. So. No, <laughs> no, because you're gonna have a bunch of teams that will want Justin. Yeah, that's Fields. what I'm saying. People so will move up to try to take a team. Right. Yeah, so you you do that, you trade back, and then there's gonna be a playmakers available. I mean, they're still. I mean, they're what you'll probably move back to the 10, 10 15 range, maybe. I don't know that mm-hmm. you'd still get a solid playmaker. Right, right, yeah. So, that's, yeah. so Steven. Steven's a Devonte Smith guy. So. <laughs> not a Devonte Smith guy, yeah, but like, let's not just let's not forget. Everybody was saying he was the best receiver in the draft for a time period. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. Oh. that. He takes one hit in the NFL. I don't know how long it's going <laughs> to take. Hundred seventy five pound frame is done for. Better put on some meat, man. That's like me playing in the. Obviously, he's way stronger, faster. But like, it's somebody that small. Like, they're going to get I mean, rocked. All, Jamal Adams all or somebody. Kind of slim dude. All three of us weigh like one fifty range. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, (laughs) I'm just saying, we're all slim dudes. What do you want? (laughs) But yeah, he's he's gonna get rocked, and uh, I mean, the thing is, he's gonna gain weight, gain muscle. He's gonna be slower. So, oh god, I don't know. That's a tough situation. I'd rather draft Jalen Waddle than Devontae. Makes sense. Makes sense. Fine. But you know, the three of us are also clearly Jamar Chaser bust at this point. So, oh yeah, Uh, it's one B. He's two. Patrick Sertain for me. I would if I was in that scenario, I pick I pick Patrick Sertain. They they, he's falling, they, gotta, they run. He is falling now. And people have Caleb Farley above him. Honestly, what no. are you saying? Nah, just another thing. I really hate that's like a big narrative with Nick Sirianni is oh he's he's a hundred percent committed to twelve man personnel. Twelve man personnel. This come on. He addressed that in the press conference yesterday. I told you guys he coaches to the strengths of the team. It's not rocket science. So that's why we're they going, have, That's why we're winning eight games next year. I'll have a fullback. I just, I just love waking up and seeing Kyle Pitts on my timeline every morning. Yeah, so that's, I know that's, Stephen loves that too. Yeah, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my favorite way to spend my day. Watch. Yeah, guys, he's not the only player in the draft. <laughs> just post somebody else. All just anybody, anybody. A lot of great young kids in this draft that are going to make a lot of money in the NFL and reach their goals. Kyle Pitts is not the only one. Thank you very much. Yeah, you would think that some of these guys on Twitter are his agent the way they're they're promoting this dude. Like I thought, I would have thought he was the best player yeah. in this draft. Well, he well apparently he is to some people. So 
They're saying Hall of Fame, were they? Yeah, clearly. Clearly. Well, I mean, what was the comparison we saw? It was Calvin Johnson and who else? Uh, I thought it was Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Travis and a Megatron and hybrid. DK so, Metcalf. I mean, DK, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, if that's it. If he's gonna be uh if he's gonna be like um Darren Waller on crack, then so be it. Wouldn't be upset. That about wraps up uh, this episode of the Philly Pod. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Like I said, I know it's been a, a little bit since the last episode, but uh, we're back and doing this on a routine basis again. And we got a cool announcement coming up. Um, I will, uh, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to fill you guys in on, on what else is coming for the show. But a lot of cool things are in the works. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to follow myself on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Be sure to subscribe and rate and review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever else you get your shows. Be sure to go follow my guys, uh, Steven, at Steven Conrad Jr. Uh, on Twitter. Be sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel at The Daily Drip. Uh, do the same for Justin, at Justin J. Bradley. Catch all his Eagles and Union coverage over there. But until the next one, guys, peace out from the Philly Pod. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.